Warning, Marriage on the Rocks provides unfiltered, unconventional, and sometimes unwelcomed relationship advice. Seth and Crystal are certified relationship coaches who have adopted specific methods that work very well for them. Your results may vary. Hey everyone, welcome to our 126th episode of Marriage on the Rocks. I'm Crystal. And I'm Seth. Every week we have a drink with our discussion. And this week we decided to feature our one of our faves, Rocktown. The Hickory Smoked. The Hickory. It's the Hickory Smoked. Yep. Yeah. We grabbed it while we were in Arkansas, in, in uh, Little, Rock. Little Rock a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And so, yep, we love it. It's good stuff, isn't it? Yeah. <clears throat> it's so good. Yeah, we love it there. And we're drinking it in our new... Yes. Some of you may remember our unboxing video mm-hmm. of the colorful set of the Glen Karen glasses. Yes. Yeah, they're so our, pretty. They're Glen Karen whiskey sniffers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, you got the green one. Oh, man, yeah. I, didn't, I just realized our glasses match our shirt. <laughs> I, didn't even, I, didn't I thought even, you did that on purpose. I didn't even do it on purpose. I just knew green is your favorite color, and I was like, well, I'll give you the green, and I was like... <laughs> I looked at him and I was like, oh, I don't want to do red because that'll be like Christmassy. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then I like the gold. I want to do the gold a lot, Ooh, which yeah. I guess the gold oh, would have been okay. But I just shot. grabbed the blue and then yeah. I real—I just now realized that they both match. That's <laughs> yeah. fine. Green and blue was my uh, my high school colors, actually. These this exact these exact colors. <laughs> my high school colors were Halloween. They were black and orange. Oh, yeah. So this week we are going to be talking about uh, kind of... Like, why are you, why are you, why do you keep picking the wrong partners, I guess? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah, I mean, exactly. Well, I think, I don't, I don't think we know exactly what we want to call the episode yeah. just yet. <laughs> Not even, yeah. <clears throat> oh, so yeah, we, we, I guess kind of even struggled with just like that, I guess. Just, yeah. But. We so, know, we, we know what we're going to talk about. We, we do. We don't really know what the title is. Yeah. Uh-huh. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know, but I guess, uh, I guess before we get started with that, we, Seth has his dumbass post of the week. Yeah, this is right in line with the topic mm-hmm. of the day. This one says, a good man is hard to find, so when you get a half-decent one, don't screw it up. <laughs> and, and it's like, okay, so, I... Are you wanting a half-decent man? I know. I, I agree with. I agree with. You know, don't don't screw it up. But not a half decent man. Right. You, that sounds like you're settling. Yeah. And you don't. You know how what we feel about settling. You shouldn't. You mm-hmm. shouldn't settle in your relationship. You should get what you want. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I th- I think that even even as we're, I'm kind of thinking about what we're talking about today. I really just start to. You you tend to see the the setting framed by someone, and I, I don't want to pick on girls, but I I can't even think of an example of a guy that's like, man, I just wish I could find a good a good girl. And when he says good girl, he would mean like a worthwhile woman. Mm-hmm. You just don't hear guys say that, and I don't think it's because guys are better i think it's because guys are less picky guys are kind of we've talked about it before their must-haves in a girl list is way shorter than a woman's yeah that's true it's easier for a woman to impress or keep a man Mm -hmm. than it is for a man to 
I don't know if I'd say impress or keep. I don't know if that's a fair term, but mm-hmm. I, it, it's just you tend to see some differences between the sexes, and I think this is just one of those those incidents, ins, instances, instances. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> but I, I I still just even when I can't I can't think of I don't have a friend or a a former friend or someone that out of all the dudes I've known in my life I can't think of one time where somebody was like, man, I just have the worst luck picking women. I I think I've heard it from dudes before that were straight. I'm trying to, yeah, uh-huh. And I'm trying to think like I know that I've seen it I think at least with one guy on Facebook that I know. Mhm. And I don't know what I don't know what's wrong with him. I mean, <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with him. <laughs> but it mean and I, I want to stop you right there. Because that's how I look at it. Uh-huh. That's how I look at it for women. And uh-huh. I don't think women like to hear that. Yeah. Well, what's wrong with you? Yeah. And, and I think that, you know, something like this takes some... You've got to do some real self-evaluation. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Big time. On this. Because yeah. I, I, I just... I see, that, I see typically that, that, that person that says that. Oh, I can't find a good guy. Or, mm-hmm. or all guys are trash. And, and it's like... Well, pump the brakes for a second. What, what do you have that's so great that would attract a great guy? Yeah, I know. And I, I would, if if I could think of an, a specific incident, in, instance, gosh dang it, <laughs> with a guy, I would say the exact same advice. Uh-huh. One of the, of course, people should know by now. I give the same advice to both sexes. Yeah. Oh yeah. In the same way. Uh huh. And that's not very well received you know when i tell a, a an overweight dude hey hey fatty you need to lose some weight I, and i say that to a woman it's not received the same oh way. my gosh you wouldn't say that <laughs> but anyway. even when i say hey hey dude you're getting fat nobody's like oh that sounds awful mm-hmm. but if i say hey lady you're getting fat it sounds horrible yeah but to my point with giving advice for things like that i, I tend to just give it the same way mm-hmm. and so that's how i would do with this you know yeah. well, what's wrong with you <laughs> what do you have that everybody that somebody would want? And I I do know guys that it's not that they have this. Re- from what I can tell, they don't re- repeatedly make the same mistake. Like I tend to see more so in women. I know. And and once again, I don't know if that's because men are a little more private and they don't blast it on social media, uh-huh. or women do, and that's why maybe it is even you just don't you're not exposed to it as much. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I know. I don't know. I think that, uh, like, I guess digging in a little bit, like, women, they just, they, it does seem like they're always like, oh, I I just wish that I could find a good dude. Mm -hmm. And most most of the time, I think that maybe I'm a bit judgy when it comes to this. Uh-huh. Um, I think in a couple different ways, because I, I look at my old situation mm-hmm. and how I, it was bad and I was not in a good relationship and I realized that though, mm-hmm. and I didn't want to get with a guy that was like my ex <laughs> and, and so, but these other women they start to to date guys exactly like their ex. 
Yes, I, I completely agree. So where's your judginess? Why are you doing that? <laughs> Why are you being a dumbass? You know? Do you think it's intentional? Oh, and that's and that's the other thing is like, I think that it's uh. I think that these girls are just like they go to the wrong places. Mm-hmm. They attract that type of guy for some reason. Mm-hmm. And what is that reason? Right. What? And I don't know. I know we did a whole we did a what do you bring to the table episode before, and that was a, a while long back, time, over yeah. two years ago. Yeah. And uh, but it, I mean it. It's kind of the same thing. Like, what do you, what do you, what are you bringing that's going to attract a nice guy? Right. And unfortunately, that's where I'm getting judgy is these girls that I see. It's like, yeah, you're not bringing anything mm-hmm. worthwhile that a worth that a worthwhile guy would want in a woman. Mm-hmm. And Yeah. I don't know. But I, I, at the same time, I guess, like, I don't know if I was, if I was exactly worthwhile whenever I left my ex, but I think I, I knew that I, that I was worth more than just well, him. Okay. Why would you think you weren't worthwhile? I don't know. Well, I think that at the time, especially, I didn't, I probably didn't think I was worthwhile because... Mm. Oh, I didn't. I didn't have a whole lot. Yeah, I know I didn't because I'd been beaten into submission. Yeah. And I didn't have a whole lot. Of course, I'm uh, I'm just leaving a, a long-term relationship and and then moving back in with my parents and... Oh, yeah. So you... you Well, my confidence is already gone. You, you kind of had to have the confidence to leave, but then you felt like you were taking a hit. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because yeah. you felt like... You were you were taking a step forward in the right direction in this way, but in these other aspects, you felt like you took a step backwards. Yeah, and it's almost like like starting a new job where like you know you you like, I'm you've so ha- glad I'm out of that shithole. Yeah, and you well, and you've been out, but you but you were in a better, a higher position or higher up in your old job, but you're glad that you left that job because there's more potential. Yeah, well, I don't know because what does that say about me? Because you started dating me right away. Even at my lowest, I was ten Still times better, better than your ex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's, that's why I would say the same thing about you. Mm-hmm. Even at your, I, I guess, as you would call it, your least worthwhile, which I don't necessarily agree with, but it was still ten times better than what my ex offered. Uh huh. You know. Yeah. So I, I think know. it's a relative term. I know, and I guess that's true because, like, even even with what she had to offer, like monetarily she didn't offer anything monetarily i didn't get a penny of that oh i guess that's true but (laughs) i don't know (laughs) she didn't make that much but i didn't make that much either you know i she made a whole hell of a lot more than i did at the time right but that was but that wasn't worth it to you no that's and that's you know we've talked about have your own list and be as picky as you want but what what my partner made or makes was not on my list at all Mm -hmm. i i would rather and what good does it do to make a lot of money when you don't know how to handle it that's true i mean she might as well have made less than you because we didn't have any more to spend yeah that's true she was awful with money Mm -hmm. so 
it, it, it didn't matter. I mean, so, but yeah. But uh, so let me kind of go back to, to how you, 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 the first thing you said that when I asked if they do this intentionally, um, you said they, they go to the wrong places. Yeah. I think, in my theory, and I've talked about, I think I've talked about this on here before, but my theory with a lot of the women we see go through this is they don't leave this like five to 10 mile radius yeah. of where they sometimes grew up. Mm-hmm. Where they graduated high school, or if they graduated high school, maybe it's the high school they got knocked up in. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is, your you know teenage years, you are within ten miles of where that happened, or less. Mm-hmm. Sometimes there's people I know that live a half a block from the high school they graduated from. Yeah. So some of the issues that men have are driven. Because of their cultural environment. I don't mean that from ethnicity or anything. I just mean culturally, the area you you grew up in may have bred a certain type of guy who valued things differently than someone that grew up in another area valued things. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, we've talked about it here. I'll I'll pick on Oklahoma because I'm from Oklahoma and we live in Oklahoma. We, I know we've brought this up before. We see countless unattractive, overweight, big old wadded chaw in Copenhagen in their cheek, (laughs) married to some really pretty, attractive, you know, nice body, pretty face, gorgeous hair, girl, that she's a 10 and he's like a 3. Yeah. And this freaking scenario... Happens all the time. All out here. the time. It's the, the time. weirdest thing. Yeah. And but you see what the value. You see that the diff culturally the value that the woman sees in the men in those area is it's more of a hardworking and provider and comfort level. It, it it's different. It's not gold chains and rims and and cars and stuff like that. They don't see value in that. And so that's what I'm saying. Depending on where you were raised tends to breed a certain... There's just kind of an innate character that can tend to come with a large population of the men in that area. Mm-hmm. And the problem with a lot of that, and especially the ones that have these these negative type of of characteristics or, or, or values or whatever that may, be, that may come with that area or that, that you know town or city or whatever it is you want to call it, is they don't... Those dudes tend to not grow out of that. Mm-hmm. And if, if you are a you know, 30-something single mom, and you're dating a guy that's just like a guy you dated in high school, you're a moron. Mm-hmm. And that's what you tend to see. Yeah. And, and so I think that that's where it's... That's kind of the, the conundrum behind they go to the wrong places. Mm-hmm. And they tend to go... They stay in the wrong places. Yeah, they tend to go to places that they know will piss off their ex. Well, I'm going to go to this club over here because my mm-hmm. ex would hate it if I went there. Oh, my God. Or he might be there and he'll walk in and see me dance with some dude. Worthwhile guys, if you're a, a grown-ass woman, I'm not talking about somebody that's college-aged or you're in your you know early to mid-20s. If you're a grown-ass person, you should not be looking for the love of your life at the club. Mm-mm. Period. No, no. And that's part of the problem. Yeah. Is some of these girls, and I, I say that the guys are stuck in that, but some of the girls are too. Mm-hmm. They, they think that 
they never realized, they, they were never taught, and they never saw how to attract a worthwhile guy. Mm-hmm. Because when they were young, they were attracted to worthless guys, which every most people are mm-hmm. in that age category. Yeah. You don't see you you don't realize the values that you're attracted to. You 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 become attracted to the values that others tell you to be attracted to. Mm-hmm. Like, oh man, did you see that guy? He he's he's the jock of whatever. He's he's you know the starting quarterback. He's the point guard. He's got, he's got, look at his car. Did you see so and so's car? Did you see so and so's shoes? Which once again, that should not. Some of those can translate as an adult which equals success, mm-hmm. but we've talked about that. If the dude you're hooking up with has a car that's nicer than his shithole apartment, mm-hmm. get out of there. He's an idiot. Yeah. He doesn't know how to handle his money. Yeah. If, you, if you're with a guy that has the nicest shoes and the coolest kicks in the cave, mm-hmm. and he... What were you about to say? Oh, go ahead. Oh, and you go to his place, and he's got like a flat-screen TV and a recliner... Yeah. In his living room and his mattress is on the floor uh-huh. with no bed frame yeah. and his clothes are folded up in bags. He's a moron. <laughs> you shouldn't be messing around with that dude. Yeah. Because he doesn't know where he should put his own investments in. Uh-huh. I'm going to sink these in shoes because they're flashing. It's going to get attention. Well, I wonder, like, okay, so, you know, there's... I, I I'm trying to think, like, is there... Is there a fine line between, like, the, you know, I, we, I started from the bottom, mm-hmm. and then, you know, now I'm moving up or whatever, and and the type of guy that you're talking about? Like, you know, like, where... Like, are you meeting someone who's striving, and you just happen to catch them when they're still at the bottom? Yeah, and, and then, like, because I know that... Well, you wouldn't women... have met this guy at the club. Because he would have been working. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's very true. But these, okay, so like these women, um, they they tend to want to even stay in that type of, with you telling them, you don't stay with a guy like that. Mm-hmm. You know, you you already see these things about him not having this or that, or him his car being nicer and and whatever. Mm-hmm. And her, I could just hear and see these women being like, well, I'm not, I'm not like that. I don't care. I love him for who he is and mm-hmm. not for what he has. And- well, then who is he? What is it that's valuable to him? Mm-hmm. Be- because I, I think that women tend to almost romanticize in their own head this cliche list of, well, I want a guy that treats me right. I want a guy that... That cares about me. I want a guy that that is has a sense of humor, and and then you throw that out the window because of some other aspect about him mm-hmm. that has nothing to do with those qualities that you listed. So, if you're with you know what I'll I'll categorize as a loser, if you're with a loser and you say you love him for who he is, what is that? And if your answer is he doesn't do A B C or D those cookie things, oh he doesn't hit me, he doesn't. Okay, well. That's a dime a dozen. Or and he's if, not, he's better than my ex. Yeah, if he's just a step up from your ex, mm-hmm. that's that's a, a shit answer. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to buy it. Mm-hmm. If you tell me, well, yes, he his bed is on the floor because he's saving every penny he has because he's trying to 
um, buy a car because he's applying for a job 30 miles away and he needs a vehicle that's more dependable. Mm -hmm. That's a winner. Yeah. This is that guy that's at the bottom and working his way on, up to the top. Yeah. But if, if there's if there's not that type of context with it, it doesn't have to be that exact situation, but something like that. Mm -hmm. You know, what is his own level of personal responsibility? Mm -hmm. I mean, simple things mm -hmm. that that you you can see in people. You you can determine someone's that's why I said when you, you said that he wouldn't have met you at the club. If somebody mm -hmm. actually had drive and desire to go do those things, you wouldn't have met him at the club. Mm -hmm. He Maybe he's working there because he's working two jobs and serving drinks is how he makes extra money on the side. Then, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll let you continue to have that conversation. Mm -hmm. But if this is a guy that you've seen at the club every Friday night for the past two months with his boys, <laughs> and they all smell like Tommy Hilfiger and Nautica, <laughs> and they got their hair all you know gelled up and yeah. looking like a bunch of douchebags, uh -huh. he's a loser. Yeah. There's nothing worthwhile about that. No. But that's the girls that are not worthwhile, that's what they are attracted to. But those girls that aren't worthwhile are the first ones to be like, oh, I can't find a good guy. Yeah. Well, because you're looking, you're looking for love in all the wrong places. <laughs> right? They are, though. They, and they, I just, I, sometimes I just want to shake these girls. Mm -hmm. Like, girl, you... You are worth more than what than that douchebag right there. Are they though? I think that they could be. I think that they could be a good a good woman and get a good dude. But I could think they that though? <laughs> probably not because they they don't want to be open minded about the type of men that they are attracted to. So I think that they are attracted to these douchebaggy looking dudes. Mm -hmm. I mean, but, but I, I wonder, is there a girl that says that? If you're like, what's your ideal guy? She's like, oh, well, it's a guy that, that has, you know, you know, this type of hair. And it's a guy that, you know, I want somebody that likes to go to the club every weekend. I want a guy that likes to do, you know, keg stands on the Friday. I like, I like a guy who, who says Saturdays for the boys. I like a guy who, is a girl really saying those no, things? They're, they're not. not. They're That's not. why I say I think they're fooling themselves when, when they say what they want in a guy, and then they just immediately turn their back on their their quote unquote list, and start to settle based on these, I'll call them fishing lure qualities, because they're bright and shiny and it gets your attention, mm -hmm. but as soon as you bite down on that hook, you're screwed. Mm -hmm. And instead of someone who is is matured and developed or maturing and developing and don't be the fixer-upper that's like well i see he's got these really good qualities i just need to i can bring him out mm -hmm. you're you're doing yourself a disservice well okay like and, and like with maturing and developing i think that like i think that women that i think that that's the problem is that women those these types of women aren't mature enough to make a good decision mm -hmm. about the type of dude that they're with. So they're going to make the superficial type of choices mm -hmm. in a man. Um, and, and I think that because like 
and I don't know, maybe I'm not the right type of person, but I, I think that, yes, I think that you should get a dude that you think is good looking and all that, of course. Yeah, you should be a, tr- I, I, and I am by no means putting, taking looks off of the no, list. Huh. You ha- we've established multiple times. You have to be physically and sexually attracted to your partner. Mm-hmm. So they need to be good looking to you. Yeah. But what happened? Like, what happens when you are not attracted to other types of of guys? Because mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm trying to. Okay. Because like, all I'm seeing is a douchebag. Mm-hmm. I'm not like. There's to me these types of guys. There's no good qualities about them. Mm-hmm. Um. And even and maybe even looks wise too, I'm like, they're not. They're not as good looking as they think they are, or the girls that attracted them think they yes! are. Yes, that's the other thing. Well, and I think that's what I think that's my thing because. Is you gonna sound judgy again? Yeah, and I've always <laughs> been this way. I have always been this way. I, I just don't. I have never been attracted to, the douchebaggy type guys or anything. And all of my friends always Somebody out there is rolling their eyes right now, being like, "Look who you married, Chris." <laughs> but you're not, you're not a douchebag. I'm though. an asshole. There's a difference. <laughs> there you go. But he's an asshole to everyone else, not me. Yeah, that's right. But, uh, but yeah, I've always been like that, and and I think I've said it before. Where you you have you have a douchebag radar. I guess that that's goes what off, it is. and you know you can you. For as nice as you are to everybody, you can still immediately pick up when some dude's a douchebag. Yeah, and I'm like... Because you uh, call it and you're always right. Uh, I'm like, uh, no. <laughs> and I get irritated about mm-hmm. it. And I've always I've always like said that to my friends, like, no, uh, oh, don't you think he's so fine? No, he's yeah. a douchebag. Yeah. No, he's not fine. He thinks he is. And it's not... And you can correct me if I'm wrong, but it's not that it's not that he's good looking, but because he's a douchebag, he's ugly. It's really he's not that attractive yeah. as he thinks he is or she thinks she is. But to make it even worse, he's a douchebag on top of that. Yes. Well, and I think that that's where, like, okay, like with women or, you know, men liking being attracted to the bitch or whatever, mm-hmm. it's kind of the same thing where which i think it used to kind of be like like i because I, I don't put bad boy and douchebag in the same category no not at all i know we've talked about that yeah. before too. and so i don't want people mm-hmm. to get confused because mm-hmm. a lot of these girls are like oh he's a bad boy no he's not a bad boy he's a douchebag mm-hmm. there's nothing bad boyish about him you're dating a douchebag yeah mm-hmm. i know but i think that it is that it's the the same type of thing where where guys are like well, there's just something about her, you know, she may be a bitch, but... But that's usually because she's a bitch, but she's hot. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's true, but... But the girl still thinks he's hot, and he and he may be, you know, good-looking, and if he had a better attitude and a better lifestyle, maybe he would be good-looking. Mm-hmm. But he's not because of all of the other things right. that make him that way. And, uh, I don't know. I just, girls, like, what the fuck? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Why, 
Why do you continue to like these types of dudes? I just don't get it. And then, so I've seen that type of stuff and I've seen women, I have seen women date like super douchey dudes and then all of a sudden they make a huge change. Yeah, they swing the pendulum completely to yeah. the other side where and now they're dating an overly sensitive pussy. Maybe not necessarily oh. that, but yes, yes and no. But a, I would say... A dude that, you, you know, you really wouldn't ever date before. You didn't think he was good looking at first, but... You, you, you have this self-realization moment and you're like, I'm going to go against all of my instincts and what I think I should be attracted to, I'm going to do the opposite. Mm-hmm. And then you end up with that opposite yeah. person that you're not attracted to. Yeah. And that doesn't work out either. Mm-hmm. So, it's like... It's a struggle of finding that happy medium, Mm -hmm. right? Like, finding someone that you are still attracted to, but is actually a good guy and a good person. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm done. You're done? (laughs) Not done, but... That's it? (laughs) Talking like 20 minutes, right? Oh, half an hour. Um, No, I think that, and I, I don't really know, I don't think there's a, a real polite way to just blast it out there, but I think that women, th- these women that do this type of stuff, they almost need to kind of either either make that list and stick with it or recalibrate or, I, I, I've said it before, go outside of your local dating pool. Mm-hmm. See what else is out there. Don't don't get an apartment near where you grew up. Mm-hmm. Go to the other side of town. Mm-hmm. Go to a different state. Leave leave home. People are too scared to get away mm-hmm. because they don't want to get out of their comfort zone. And the problem with these comfort zone areas that they tend to stay in, because because I, I I really don't think I know it it happens, but I just don't think as much as somebody that doesn't leave an area. You don't really hear. Of a woman that's like, yeah, I grew up in this state, and then I moved here, and oh, I, you know, or I grew up in this state, and I dated the the biggest douchebag in high school. Then I moved here, and I found another douchebag, and then I moved here, and I dated another douchebag. Because that's you start true. to find as you move to different areas, you start to develop new interests that you didn't know you would have had because you weren't exposed to them. Mm-hmm. Maybe you grew up in an area where every Saturday everybody went cruising, and so that's why you're into guys with cars mm-hmm. because every Saturday or Friday night. You and the girls would get together, you and the, you with your boys or whatever it was, and this cruising thing would happen. So you got to, you start admire cars and, and neon under cars and rims and all this other crap. And so you tend to hold value sometimes out of nostalgia or because that's ingrained into you that that, that type of item or thing or monetary or materialistic item is what's attractive with someone. And then you leave that area and you move over to this area, this other area where they do every Friday night they do an, an, a, a downtown Main Street art exhibit, mm-hmm. and you go check it out. You've never looked at art before. You think, hey, this is kind of neat. I, I, there's some cool people here. They're handing out free wine. I used to just drink Mickey's, and now I'm having some wine, and it's not Boone's Farm. That's awesome. <laughs> you know? And so you start you, your tastes start to mature. Mm-hmm. Your your crowd starts to change. What you start to value starts to shift in a more in a more mature and 
and kind of upper echelon type of value. And I don't mean snobby or anything like that, no. but it's it's different. And mm-hmm. so then you start to find people that are in those categories with these new interests you have who have different beliefs and different ideals and different values and different ethics and all those things. And then your your tastes start to, to morph and shift out of maturity yeah. and just the change itself. But if you don't shake up that change, you, you're not going to be exposed to that stuff. I mean, there's there's plenty of stuff that I could that I could be like, you know, 30 years ago, I'd have been like, I would never be into that. And I'm I can I'm into that stuff today. Yeah. I so. Know. Yeah, I know. Well, that's what I mean. That's what I was saying, like with the with the women not maturing mm-hmm. with because mo well you should do exactly what you were saying you should mature you should change the type of person that you like from when you were in middle school mm-hmm. that should change and it shouldn't be and i don't know and maybe like maybe you and i have a easier or had an easier time with it because I think that like because you never dated anybody that you went to school with or anything like that Mm -hmm. and I initially it didn't it didn't start out that I dated any guys that I went to school with but then my ex ended up coming to school with me Mm -hmm. so I didn't initially I never dated guys that I went to school with right and I liked it that way yeah and I think that you felt the same way. And mm-hmm. I think that, I don't know, maybe maybe it made it a little bit easier for us to have an open mind to date other people. Yeah, there wasn't this magnetic pull to your high school days to mm-hmm. find, you know, try to date the guy you couldn't, or the girl you couldn't get in high school, mm-hmm. you know. And, and, I, and I hear, I, I have several friends or people I know that, that think that their story of who they ended up with is like this one in a million chance that, you know, we, we went to school together all of our lives and, and you know, she dated other guys and I dated other girls and, and we, we just never dated each other and it took all this time for us to get together, so it was fate. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, that's not fate. You, mm-hmm. The first opening line was you've known each other forever and you grew up in school together. Yeah. <laughs> The chances of you ending up together are extremely high. <laughs> yeah. You're not a fucking unicorn that that happens to. Right. You know? I know. A, a true fate or unicorn type of story is we're from completely different backgrounds and completely different states or completely different countries and happenstance brought us together and our paths crossed and we fell in love. Mm-hmm. That's fate, not mm-hmm. we both grew up in the same town and ended up married years later. Yeah. Wow. No, that's the exact definition of how small the world is and how small your town is. Yeah. So I, wow. I hate those. Yeah. Good story, bro. I, I know. Not not to say that 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 relationship isn't good. No. I'm just saying your story's not as special as you think it is. <laughs> yeah, I know. But yeah. I use that as the example because I think that you know, you hear that. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Well, well, I I knew I knew her through another friend, and we were actually the same party one time. We didn't even see each other, and ha ha. You know, you know, God God works in mysterious ways. And five years later, after high school, we ended up together. Once again, not 
that's not a crazy story. I know. That was a very, you had a very high probability of that happening to. Because uh-huh. neither one of you left home. Yeah. Y'all live there. Still. You <laughs> yeah. still have the same circle of friends. Yeah. So, yes, you're going to end up together. Uh-huh. That's not special. Yeah. You know, I know, I was, uh, whenever my dad started dating again after my mom died, it was, I was kind of worried that, like, he was going to just kind of stick to his own area like Mm -hmm. we have lived or we lived there my entire life my dad lived there his entire life in Mm -hmm. that 10 mile radius five mile radius (laughs) probably Mm -hmm. and you knew all of the same people and and all that and so i i really did expect my dad to like just date starting, locally. Yeah, date, dating women that Reach he Reach out to some girl he went to high school with. Or... And I'm glad he didn't. Yeah. I'm really glad that he didn't. He, he... Do you think if he would have had social media, he would have? I don't know. But did he do that intentionally? Did he not Not, not do... date in the local area intentionally? I don't know. I need to ask him that. Huh. I know. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, that I, I would like to know that. But, yeah, he... He went elsewhere and and didn't stick to that. Mm-hmm. I mean, he still stuck to Colorado, but <laughs> but I was I guess proud of him in in my own little in my own little way. Right. But I think that so many people just stick to the same. I think they stick to the same type of partner that they did have in middle school. Mm-hmm. And they they don't venture out at all, and they are like, well, this is what I've I have found attractive my whole life, mm-hmm. and so this is the type of guy that I like. And I guess like like with what you said in the beginning, it is more so women that that do this. Yeah, they don't. I mean, I I know one guy as far as looks went. He dated this girl in high school, and who he married looked... I mean, when I saw a picture of them, they're divorced now, when I saw a picture of them, I was like, oh my gosh, he married her. And then I was like, wait, that's not her. I thought he married the girl he dated in high school, because that's how much she looked like her. Oh, wow. Um, Now, I don't know this other girl's personality, Mm -hmm. so I don't know if there was anything in, you know, in that in common, aside Mm -hmm. from looks, but... I don't know if he had a type or not. I just yeah. I thought that was a funny observation to see. I was like, what? Yeah, I know. But I think which, that which is the... better than the people that start dating someone that looks like their brother or sister. Oh my gosh, I know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's awful. But I think that the the not and and not even necessarily looks alone. But I just think that, like I said, you need to find that person that. That has it all, mm-hmm. has everything that you want. Well, I, I think they kind of have this built-in prototype of a guy that they're attracted to. And I, and I think that if, if you challenged someone on that, they would say, well, I can't help it. I'm attracted to what I'm attracted to. And I think you're attracted to only what you've been exposed to. Mm-hmm. Not, you know... You're you're not you're not that's not innately what you're attracted to. You're just attracted to that because that's all you've been exposed to. That is your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Is douchebags mm-hmm. or losers, 
And so you have to be able to look, especially as you're a grown adult that should be making good decisions and should be on the path to a successful life or already be successful, you should not be making childlike, stupid decisions when picking a partner. Mm-hmm. And I'm continually seeing people in this. I mean, hell, I know women that are almost 60 that are still doing this, mm-hmm. that still have no freaking clue how to pick a worthwhile partner. Oh, I know. Yeah. You know? I mean, and it's like, and, and you hear this from women that are like, I just, I don't know what, I think, you know, even on Dexter, when she thinks she's dating another drug addict. I know. I just, I obviously have a type. No, your taste is skewed. Mm-hmm. And it's off. And you need to fix it. You're, you're attracted to something that you shouldn't be attracted to. And and they tend to confuse self-destructive behavior with a different quality that they see in someone. Mm-hmm. And they tend to disregard or not recognize things like drive and, and, and uh, goals and maturity and things like that. Th- those things that you should be looking for, you women don't. They just kind of tend to put them off the shelf. And I think a lot of it is because they look and like, well, I haven't done much with my life. I can't expect him to have done much. You know? mm-hmm. And you know, I've got two kids by, by two different baby daddies, and he's got two different baby mamas. You know, We have a lot in common. No, you, you both make stupid decisions mm-hmm. is what that is. And, I mean, that should be another thing. You you. You should not be getting with a guy who has multiple baby mamas, mm-hmm. period. You Because, lo and behold, spoiler alert, you're going to be another baby mama. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. They definitely have a type, a woman they can knock up and then abandon. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what they're going to do to you. Yeah. And that happens so often. I mean, and you see that. And Way it's like, too often. Yeah. Oh, I met this great guy. Oh, where'd you meet him at? Oh, I met him at the club. Oh, you guys, you know, hitting it off. Yeah, we're getting along great, and you know, he's he's got he's got two little kids from two other women, and but you know, he's a really good daddy. Well, no, he's not, because he wouldn't be at the club, first of all. So don't try to label him as a good daddy. <laughs> Second, you just told me he's broken up two homes now, so he's not that good of a daddy. Mm-hmm. And I can already tell by your tone, you're gonna make him a daddy again. Oh gosh. I know. And that's how I've never had that story where it's like, yeah, he he has a couple of different baby moms and a couple of different kids, but we've been married for 40 years now, happier than ever. I'm not saying it hasn't happened. I know. I'm sure it has. And I wonder what the, like, what the actual numbers would be for that. Like, how many dudes, the, how many dudes that have multiple baby mamas are actually worthwhile? Actually settle down. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think that, yeah. that I think that's a huge red flag. I wouldn't I wouldn't give that that guy a chance. Yeah. But and then at the same time, if I was a dude, I wouldn't give that girl a chance either. Oh no. Uh-uh. Nope. It's funny because I think the guys I think guys kind of care about that more than women do. But it's not this high it's not the same reason I think women should care about it. I think women should care about that because you're going to end up in the same position these other women are. Mm-hmm. I think men don't care about it, or I think men watch out for it because they don't want the responsibility of raising someone else's children. Mm-hmm. Or they don't like kids. Like we've said before, most guys, a majority of men are indifferent when it comes to children. I could have them, I could not have them, whatever. And women are like... It's okay. Like if yeah. he was, if he was a kid, that's fine. I mean, mm-hmm. that and that's how I was. I didn't care if you 
had a kid. I just knew I didn't want to have a kid. And right. So that was, you were perfect. But, it, but my story wasn't, yeah, I got this girl pregnant in a porta potty at a concert. And <laughs> now we have 50 50 of this kid. I mean, yeah. it was, you know, I was married for 12 years and uh-huh. had a 12 year old kid. So yeah. it, it, there's difference there. Um, there's, there's context. Right. If this I know. guy has baby mamas and he's were, never been married to either one of them, yeah. that's an even bigger red flag. If you were in just the relationship that you were in and not married, it would have been a different story. Yeah. Because it's like, well, why didn't you marry her? I wish more people would take the advice from themselves that they would give their friends. Mm-hmm. If your girlfriend came home and said, oh, man, I met this... I met this guy at the club, and he's got a couple of baby mamas and a couple of kids. And and the, would you tell her, "Oh yeah, he sounds like a catch"? No, you wouldn't. You'd Good be skeptical. For you girl and shady. What was that? I think it was Dooney. Oh, you'd be skeptical as hell. Mm-hmm. So be skeptical and get out of there. Yeah. And and I I don't think women or I don't even think I think people don't look hard enough for the right partner. Mm-mm. They tend to. They tend to take coincidence, and I'll go back to kind of the fate thing, mm-hmm. as as this fate stuff. Yeah. Oh wow! Well, it was you know what a happy coincidence we ended up at the same place. No, you guys are from the same area, and everybody goes there. That's not a coincidence. I mean, I think I know I was the same exact way. Like whenever, <laughs> whenever I got with my ex. Uh, like I remember because it was like I was supposed to be at a concert and. And then I ended up not being able to go to the concert or something like that. And then I went to this place instead. And so I'm like, oh, it was it was fate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, yeah. no, it was just just because I I went there just just that night and mm-hmm. decided not to go to the concert. Yeah, <laughs> it's not that it's fate that you you guys are together. Right. Just yeah, the decision. And I, I think people tend to want to put that on there mm-hmm. as to make it something more special than it really is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that a lot of people do that. A lot of people romanticize that. Mm-hmm. That well, and they'll 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 romanticize it to the point where they, you know, this is why I have to stay with this person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have to be with them because of this. Yeah. When, because we were brought together under these circumstances. Yeah. It's like, no, you don't mm-hmm. have to. You can you can move on. Yeah. <laughs> and you should. A red flag is a red flag, whether uh-huh. it was presented itself after destiny stepped in or not. Mm-hmm. It's still a red flag. Mm-hmm. And, and you should be able to recognize red flags in these type of people mm-hmm. and get out of there. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but I, th- I think that... You the, these type of people choose to be in these relationships. Mm-hmm. It's not that they're a creature of habit. It's that they don't know how to break their own pitiful cycle that they've started. Yeah. So get out of your comfort zone. It's like they have their own little rules that they they are going by, and these rules aren't aren't good rules. <laughs> you need to you need to abide by our rules. Yeah. And, <laughs> And uh, and look elsewhere. And, and and if somebody's like, well, where do I meet? Where do I meet people like this? Mm-hmm. I don't know, but I know. I know where they're not. You know, I know because uh, we had someone reach out recently, 
um, asking us like, well, where, you know, I'm recently divorced and where can I find somebody, a good person to meet? Mm-hmm. And go to the business district of your city at lunchtime. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. And then, you know, people say, oh, meet them at church and stuff like that. But well, that may not be your type of person. Yeah. That you want to be with. I mean, I th- I think that. What what's your favorite? Where where's your favorite place to eat? <laughs> you know, like yeah, and go there like. Well, yeah, the, but not there's not going to be another single person there. No, like how you said though at lunchtime. Oh like, yeah, yeah. And at least you know that you have that in common already. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, I I mean I think that there are. I think it it is tough for people because you know especially in a in a virtual dating type of world where you're. You're looking at pictures and Tinder and stuff yeah. like that. Well, especially now. And it's too. like, is, is that true? Is what they're into really true? I mean, I, I think that the online dating app can be very useful in finding someone that you have a lot in common with if you and they are honest. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, you won't find that out until you meet them. But if you do go on that first date and you find out that five out of the ten things they said they were into or they do was not true... Don't go on a second date. No. Don't, don't give them another chance. Yeah, don't feel they like don't you have to it. give people second chances on dates mm-hmm. because it was a rough first start. I mean, if you get a vibe and you feel that you guys didn't hit it off, you don't have very much in common, then that's it. Yeah. It's okay. On to the next one. Uh-huh. And don't fucking sleep with them. Oh, gosh. I know. Well, we don't have this, this, this in common. I'm going to sleep with them. See if maybe if it's good and maybe if he's good in the sack, I'll stay. Oh, that's stupid. Don't be dumb. Yeah. Seriously. That's how you end up being that baby mama. I know. You idiot. Right? Uh. Yeah. Jeez. I don't know. Um, I don't know. I think that... I think... I thought that... I think I thought this conversation was going to go elsewhere, maybe. I don't know. Where did you think it was going to go? Well, I don't know. I think, it, I think that we've talked about everything that we need to talk about, but maybe... Just, I, I guess I expected it to be longer or something. Just, like. Well, you said 30 minutes ago. I'm done. <laughs> no, so. I know. I was done at that time. I was oh, done okay. with what I had to say. Well, we can take it wherever you want to take it. Yeah. Uh, where did you think it was going to go, though? What, what, what other issues around this do you think that women or men have? I think that I thought... We were going to... I didn't want to rehash the... I know. What do you bring to the table and uh-huh. are you with a loser episodes? Because uh-huh. we've talked about them. Which, if you haven't listened to those, check them out. Yes. And so I, I just wanted to make sure we I didn't guess that's like, rehash true. that stuff. I, I think maybe... I think that maybe that's where I was... I thought maybe we would go there a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like, with... Like... What do you bring to the table? Right. Because well, you kind of started off with that. Uh-huh. And we both did. Um, and that's when we said the self-evaluation thing and all uh-huh. that. But And I, I do believe that that's a very important factor. I think that you do have to understand what you are providing and bringing to the relationship. Mm-hmm. What is it that you have to offer? Bring, and it, not even bringing to the relationship, but bringing to... Bringing out... the Putting out there yeah. before you even get into a relationship. And I think that that's, yeah, because yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because there was one thing I did, I did want to talk with that of this 
how you present yourself. Mm-hmm. What how how are you putting yourself out there? Period. And I think that's kind of what you're saying. Yeah. Is what what does your social media look like? Uh-huh. Is it a bunch of cleavage selfies? No worthwhile guy. Uh, guy. Most guys would be like, oh, that looks hot. But a worthwhile guy will not be like, damn, girl. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. No. So, or he won't DM you, yeah, too. And he won't send you a random dick pic yeah. because of that. So I think that, that what are you? what's your goal? Because if your goal is to attract a worthwhile guy, doing something like that is not going to accomplish that. No. You're going to end up with one of these... Idiots that douche you continue, bags. yeah, these douchebag guys <laughs> that you continue to end up with, mm-hmm. um, and so that's part of breaking that cycle. Classing up, have a little fucking class, have a little mystery behind it. Yeah. You know, you don't have not every fucking. You, you should not have four hundred different profile pictures of the same head tilt and the clay, same boobs with the same car background behind you, with the same bullshit motivational quote underneath it that doesn't mean anything. But aside from looking at my tits, it's, <laughs> it's not. You know, there's nothing that a worthwhile partner is going to be like. Yeah, you know what? That's the kind of girl I want to be with. I know. It's they're gonna be like, oh, that I could bone her. Oh, I mm-hmm. could nail her. Mm-hmm. That's not who you're looking for. No. And that person is not a worthwhile partner. Well, and and realize that that's that the dude is that's all he's looking at. Mm-hmm. He's not looking at the quote that you said or or how much you love Jesus or <laughs> yeah, whatever. He is looking at your boobs. Mm-hmm. And that's it. And understand that you're not you're not Showing this dude, or any worthwhile guy, you're showing guys everything that they want to see. Mm-hmm. You're going to get attention. Mm-hmm. Are you sure. looking for attention, or are you looking for a The partner? right dude. Yeah. Yeah. You can get attention all kinds of ways. I mean, you can start a OnlyFans page and get all kinds of attention. Oh, god. Are you going to end up with one of those dudes? I hope to God not. Oh, gosh, I know. You know? I mean, and that that's... But but yeah, back to your point. What you're putting out there is what is sending these signals and attracting these douchey, losery guys. Because those are the only signals you're sending out, and those are the only kind of guys that pick up those signals. Mm-hmm. You know, you can get attention from a good-looking guy who wants to nail you, mm-hmm. and if that's all you're looking for, then have at it. Yeah, I know. But you you have to understand what. What attracted them to you in the first place? And I don't want to sound like I'm contradicting myself because being physically attracted to someone is very important. important. And you can do that and still stay clothed. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, I know. You can do that and and not, you know, look like this, I don't know, a social media slut? I don't know what I would call it. I know. It's, it's weird because it's like you don't act like that in person. No. You're literally trying to look a certain way mm-hmm. in a photo have some res- have some self-respect i always just say the word class have some fucking class yeah i i mean because i think about when when we were courting each other and i never dressed in i mean i guess my butt we shows all work. the time my butt shows no matter what so um uh, not show like show shows but in jeans or in mm-hmm pants so you could see my butt but 
Um, I didn't dress in anything revealing. Yeah, we were at work. And I couldn't do that anyway. And so it was regular clothes, maybe do my hair a little bit nice Mm -hmm. or whatever. And, And you complimented me from just wearing fully clothed. I remember I was wearing a... A turtleneck, even, mm-hmm. one time. A turtleneck sweater. And you complimented me. And you you can get good attention from guys. From the right kind of guy. Yeah. Not... You don't have to show yourself off the way you think you need to show yourself off. Mm-hmm. You can... You don't have to show all the goods. Right. <laughs> Let there be a little bit of imagination mm-hmm. there too. Yeah, well, that's why I said leave some mystery. I yeah. mean, there, you know, and and I think that, but I think that a lot of these women don't know how else to get attention, mm-hmm. and it's like, look, you 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 are really taking the quantity over quality approach. Mm-hmm. You know, you you want instant gratification and instant acknowledgement that is so temporary that you're not investing in anything that's going to bring you long term companionship, relationship, happiness, satisfaction, anything like that at all. And, and, and I mean, you know, it, so it's really like what's what's the goal? What, what's the goal and what's the plan to get that goal? Because the man of your dreams is going to treat you right, that's going to treat you right and never leave you and be a good father and be a good husband and be your best friend and, you know, take you on vacation and get a house with you and spend the rest of your life with you is not going to be the guy sliding in your DMs. Oh, no. Sliding in your DMs or sliding up to you at the club. Yeah. No, he's not. That's <laughs> not going to be that guy. Mm-mm. So if you want to keep chasing that guy, then you are sacrificing whatever your future would be with someone worthwhile. Mm-hmm. And once again, if you want to keep doing that, have at it. But you're going to have to change your behaviors, you're going to have to change your approach, and you're going to have to change how you present yourself out to the world. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean don't fix yourself up or don't look attractive, just don't don't look like every other girl looking for attention. Yeah, I know, and I think that, like, I think we wanted to have a, a full episode, I know we talked about it, on being classy. Classy mm-hmm. versus, I don't remember what it was, but... We wanted to do an episode on that, and it's it's so true. Like, have some freaking class. Mm-hmm. Know that you can you can look nice and beautiful and and not look slutty and mm-hmm. skanky. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's 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 absolutely true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's. I mean, and you you tend to see a lot of these women, even their most revealing and cleavage type of shot is still a lie. Mm -hmm. Because they don't really look like that in person. They're not as attractive as they're trying to get with all the filters and the angles and the neck sticking out to hide their triple chins and all the stuff that they're trying to gloss over. Mm Mm-hmm. So it's not even that you're putting your real self out there even in a slutty way. You're actually creating a fake social media slutty persona for attention. It's the weirdest dynamic. Well, and then you're lucky enough that these dudes are like, well, fuck it. I just want to 
I just want to fuck her anyway. Yeah. So it doesn't matter what else she looks like. Mm-hmm. She, she's kind of she's kind of cute in person. Right. I mean, she's hotter in on social media, but when it's like the South Park where they just want to show the picture. Look at what my girlfriend looks like. Yeah. Here's, here's her profile picture. Yes. I don't ever want to show you what she looks like in person. Uh-huh. Here's what she looks like in the yeah, picture. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I know. That's funny. Yep. But. Yeah, I don't know. I think that I think I'm, I'm glad. Did that, we cover that part? I am glad that we covered all that and okay. and the just yeah. Don't know what you're putting out there too. Don't just expect to to get a good guy just because you think you're a good catch. Because mm-hmm. you're not you're not proving you're not showing that you're gonna be a good catch anyway. Right. You're showing that you're going to be kind of skanky. <laughs> I think that <clears throat> you you tend to meet people on on journeys of self-improvement. So if, if you do realize, you know, if something we said hit a nerve or you're like, geez, man, they're kind of right or, or whatever, or fuck them, but they're right, <laughs> whatever it is. When you have kind of that epiphany and that, that oh, you know... Um, that wow factor, whatever, where you decide to make a change and pivot and, and, and head down a different direction, you tend to find on that path is when you meet the person that's supposed to be in your life. For example, and I know people probably will get irritated at hearing this, but if you decide in your journey of self-improvement, you know what, I need to start taking better care of myself. I'm going to start buying food from here. I'm going to start hiking or walking or exercising or I'm going to join a, a gym or I'm going to join a a fitness class or I'm going to I'm going to go back to school and figure this out. During those changes, that's when you're exposed to people that are on a path to better themselves as well. Mm-hmm. And that's how you end up with a good connection with someone. So if someone's like, "Well, I don't know what other guys, I don't have anything else to offer, so I'm going to take these these stupid ass cleavage shots and update my profile picture three times a day with it and and hope that Mr. Wright sees it and and slides in my DM and that's what I'm going to end up with." I don't have anything else to offer. Then figure out something else to offer. Yeah. What is it? Are you, can you get smarter? Can you can you get more healthy? Can you get fitter? Can you look better? Can you feel better? Can you? you know, Chances what, are you can do yeah, every single. One everybody of those. has room for improvement. Yes. Everybody, you know, uh, and so what is your room for improvement? And start working on that. And chances are, when you start focusing on that, these other pieces that you're missing fall into place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So don't treat yourself, fix yourself. <laughs> right? Yeah. Right? Yeah, that's the name of the episode. What? Fix yourself? Fix yourself. <laughs> I think somebody's wanting to go outside to go to the bathroom. Oh. Okay. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't I I really don't have anything else to add yeah. now. I mean I, like I said I um Well I'm glad I'm glad you mentioned that because I did want to talk about the uh-huh. What, what you're putting out there yeah. a lot. Then, and that was a piece we did want to talk about, so I'm glad you brought it up. Because mm-hmm. we after we got done recording, I would have been like, dang it! Why didn't I say that? Why didn't we bring yeah, that up? Yeah, I know. Because yeah. <laughs> but... I, I would have been looking at Facebook later and be like, oh man, look at what she did. I, we could have talked about that. <laughs> right? <laughs> That's funny. But, um, yeah. I don't... Uh, the only thing I do have to add mm-hmm. is... To make sure to join the Marriage on the Rock Speakeasy Facebook group. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a giveaway going on right now. 
of we are gonna do a guys giveaway and a girls giveaway. Yep. And so the girls giveaway, we are giving away um, the Bellini Oza. Yeah, a box of the Oza Bellini mimosas mm-hmm. in a can that we got. Yes, and a $30 gift card to spend on some Zaya. Mm-hmm. And then for the dudes, for the fellas, we have um, some 1821 man-made. It's a 32-ounce bottle. It's about the exact same size as this yeah, whiskey like, bottle. Yeah, it looks like that whiskey um, bottle. Is this 32? I bet it is. I bet it is the exact same. Yeah. Um, anyway, and so we're going to give a big bottle of the Spice Tobacco Body Wash Shampoo and Conditioner All-in-One, mm-hmm. as well as uh, one of our black Marriage on the Rocks hats. Yeah. Yeah, so join the Marriage on, on the Rocks Speakeasy page. Invite your friends to to join the page and you'll be able to enter to win enter to win Mm -hmm. and then always make sure to rate and review us on itunes and um and post a a screenshot of your review in the speakeasy page and you that's another entry Mm -hmm. to win so yeah be sure to do that um don't forget to subscribe to our youtube channel like us on facebook follow us on instagram and we um, listen to us wherever you listen mm-hmm. to your podcast, and we'll talk to you next week. Thanks.